Welcome to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. Social media is hard, but trying to do social media as somebody else is impossible. Do you struggle with imposter syndrome? Do you hate seeing yourself on camera? Are you unsure of what platform to be on and how often to show up there? Well, join the club. On every episode, you'll hear a real life person talk about their successes and struggles on social media, how they overcame their own insecurities, and they'll give practical insight for you to apply today. So if you're ready, let's start the show. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. And I, I'm kind of fangirling out today because my guest, you know, the, the power of the internet is that, that I have followed this person for probably half a decade. That sounds longer than five years, at least half a decade. And she is unbelievable at what she does. You've got to be considered one of the OGs of real estate social media, at least in my opinion, you are. And, and so most of you probably already know her, but but I am so honored to have Katie Lance on the show today. She is the she she is the author of Get Social Smart. You're the founder of of all sorts of things. I was doing my research on you, Katie, and I didn't realize that you worked at Inman, but yeah. not only worked at Inman, <laughs> but 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 I found out that. That when you came on board with Inman, they had 7,000 fans and followers on their social. And and you grew that to over a quarter of a million <laughs> fans and followers. You're kind of a big deal. <laughs> and so thank you for coming on the show today. Well, thank you, Kyle. I appreciate that. I I appreciate the the warm welcome. I need to just bring you wherever I go and you can just Come uh, on. keep talking. I love about being me. a hype man. <laughs> I, I love, love it. it. So I want to start. I want to start right here, because you know you you have a vast background in in marketing and branding, right? You you were in that in on, at a corporate level for a long time before you you made the jump into the real estate side. Why? And this is just for my own selfish gain. Out of out of any niche you could have kind of carved yourself into, like why real estate? I love that question. Um, yeah. I feel like I don't get asked that um, very often. So I love that you asked that. Um, well, at the risk of sounding corny, I really fell in love with the real estate industry. Uh, and it was before my Inman days. So I've always done marketing. That's kind of always been my niche is like marketing, sales, business. That just was always, even as a kid, <laughs> I always was yeah. into like that kind of, that kind of stuff. Uh, and I was hired by a real estate company gosh, a long, a while ago, I would say 2003, 2004 okay. as their marketing director. And so that was my first, I don't know, kind of foray into the real estate world. And I just, I, I was just blown away. Like how, you know, how hard real estate agents work. And it was just the entrepreneurial spirit of a real estate agent. Um, and in that position, I was working side by side with agents Helping them with their marketing and their listings, and you know, doing some you know some, some branding on a company level and, and things like that. And then from there, went on to work for Inman, and then uh, you know, now I'm I'm here and doing doing what I'm doing. And I really think a big part of it was just loving the entrepreneurial spirit, like I said, of a real estate professional. And I also really love that for most people who are buying or selling real estate, for most of them, it's one of the biggest moments of their life. Mm -hmm. um, it's right up there with getting married or having kids. 
And so to me, I think that really works hand in hand with everything we've talked about with social media and content and showing up and being real and building relationships. It just seems like a perfect marriage. So yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. I love it. <laughs> and, and so if, if we can just, you know, I, I just love to start off with like a banger, you know, of a, of a question to just Let's really reel people in. If, if there is one thing that you're watching realtors do wrong today on social, like if you could snap your fingers <laughs> and vanish, like what type of content, like what, what is it that, that just makes you go, Oh, like every time you see it from, from our realtor friends that we love so much. <laughs> uh, I think the, probably the biggest pet peeve I have right now is there feels like there's kind of this sea of sameness with real estate marketing. And I know it usually happens a lot of times because agents are really busy, right? We know that sure. agents work harder than just about anyone I've ever met. And so a lot of times what ends up happening is they end up like outsourcing or like paying someone to do their social. And there's nothing wrong with having a team or having help, obviously. But a lot of times what ends up happening is there's like this really generic stock photo content that's yeah. again, kind of a sea of sameness. And I know you see this, I'll scroll through my feed and I'm connected to thousands of realtors. And it's like, mm -hmm. oh, there's the same post from 12 different <laughs> realtors. And right. so, and I understand again why it happens, but one of the biggest things that, that I know you talk about too, is this idea of putting yourself out there, you know, getting yourself on camera, putting your own voice out there, whether it's the market, your local community, real estate tips, really less is more. You don't have to be out there. I think every single day, like pounding the pavement, but I think that yeah. putting yourself out there on a consistent basis, like that is going to be so much more beneficial than this. Like I said, sea of sameness <laughs> that I see sure. still happening. So how do we, because I think like you and, and then our friend Chelsea Pites, like to me, you guys are the two best in our industry at like giving the, the detailed advice, here are the steps, like taking it to a granule level. Mm -hmm. I, I suck at that. Like <laughs> I, I love being the rah-rah guy that like helps you realize you're doing it wrong. But then if you need steps, like I'm like, oh, I don't know that that. So so if we take what you just said, mm -hmm. right, like the sameness of, of content, be yourself, put yourself out there more. What like tactically does that look like for, yeah. for people? Okay. I love that you asked that. Cause I agree. I think it's one thing to like get fired up, but it's a whole nother thing to like actually have a plan. That's right. <laughs> Don't tactical. come to me for a plan because that's <laughs> not my skill set. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> so there's a, there's a couple things. So first off, it's not just content. I think showing up consistently is a huge part of it. And so I would, I always recommend for agents set aside at least 15 or 20 minutes a day, put it on your calendar time block, whether it's the morning, afternoon, evening, whatever, but put that on your calendar. And that's the time where you're going to scroll through your feed. You're going to engage with people. Uh, I often talk about focus five, where you pick five posts and you don't just like them, but leave mm -hmm. a meaningful comment, say something, ask a question, use their name, respond to all of your comments, respond to notifications. Uh, and so that's, that's one small thing, but it really makes a big difference, right? 10 or yeah. 15 minutes a day. Everyone's got 10 or 15 minutes a day, right? You can be standing in line at Starbucks <laughs> doing yeah, that, sure. it might be. Yeah. So that's one thing. The other part of it is in terms of just content and putting yourself out there. Again, I always say put it on your schedule. So I recommend at least 30 
minutes to about an hour once a week where you're going to either post content or you're scheduling some of your content. You're looking at, okay. I don't think you should schedule everything, but maybe you use a tool like Facebook Business Suite or Hootsuite or Later.com. There's tons of different ones that are out there. Right. Pick one that's simple, that you like, that's easy and schedule a couple things that are coming up, right? Maybe it's a tip Tuesday or a, whatever it might be, a, a throwback Thursday or, or a listing coming sure. up. And then the last part of it is at least once a month, I always set aside a couple hours once a month it's on the calendar to batch create all this content that we're okay. talking about. So it's literally, it's a standing appointment on my calendar, a couple hours every single month. And I, I, you, probably, you probably heard me say this, but I feel like if I'm going to like do my hair and makeup, and maybe this is a this, this might be a, a female thing. I don't know. But if I'm going to do yeah. my hair and makeup, like I'm not just going to record one video. Like I'm going to record a bunch of videos. So set aside time once a month to record a bunch of content all in one batch. And then on that weekly basis, you can schedule or post some, some of that out. So I think a lot of it comes back to your calendar. You know, you could always tell someone's priorities by either what's in their bank account or what's on their calendar. Right. So get it on the calendar. Uh, and I think that's, that's a, you know, there's more that we could talk about than just that. But sure. So when it when it comes to batching, mm-hmm. in those one to two hours, is your goal a certain number of videos, a certain number of po- like? So are yeah. you like in Canva making posts in there? You're also recording video content. Like, what does that look like? Yeah. So one of the things that I think is important, actually, before you even batch, is to like get a content plan together. It's one of the okay. things we, we. I mean, I just preach it all day long because I think. You know, as much as I love social media, social media is rented ground. <laughs> we don't own sure. it. Yep. So I really think for agents, it's about thinking about, you know, a, a content plan. I always think about, is there at least one unique video or one unique piece of content I could post every single week? So if you think about that, let's say there's four weeks in a month, that's at least four pieces of good content, right? So yep. when I'm sitting down a batch, I'm at least going to make four videos. Now for me, I'm usually making like 10 or 15 because I'm, sure. all, you know, I'm in the business of social media. But we're not all Katie Lance, <laughs> right? So and we worked up to that. So what that looks like is I've got, I have a spreadsheet of all my topic ideas. I pull up that spreadsheet. Okay. I'm like, cool, I'm going to shoot these four today. I have the same place that I shoot every single month. I don't have to reinvent the wheel. I sit down. I don't even change outfits. I'm like, I've got to sit down, shoot it. And I also have a, a repeatable routine with yeah. how that content looks. So I have a little, you know, kind of hook in the beginning of like what the video is all about. I know I'm going to say two or three points and then I'm going to wrap it up. It's always that same formula. And when you get yourself okay. into a repeatable routine, just think it makes it a habit, just like anything else. And do you like, are you, do you originally, cause I know you're, you're heavy on YouTube as well, mm-hmm. which a lot of people aren't as focused on YouTube. So do you default like on those content days? Are you doing it for YouTube first? And then do you all, do you create micro content from that as well? Yeah. So YouTube has become a big part of our strategy, especially in the last few years. You know, I feel like YouTube's gonna have a whole nother conversation, but you know, it's the yeah. second largest search engine. And I think it's a great way for anyone to get found beyond people who know you. You know, it's social media can be a little bit of an echo chamber where the same 10 people are always liking your content. So YouTube can be a great way to get in front of other people. So I typically, when I'm batching, I'm recording that longer form content, which might be three to five minutes for YouTube, maybe even longer for YouTube. Okay. And yeah, we'll, we'll spice it up into, into different pieces. I also, um, also will batch record short form, like vertical content. Okay. I think that 
having long form content and short form content is they're both beneficial. If you're not able right. to do both, it's all good. At least, at least pick one. Sure. Uh, and you know, something is better than nothing. So, but yeah, we're kind of when I'm doing my for me personally, when I'm doing my batching, I'm recording a lot of all different formats, horizontal, vertical, short form. Yeah. We're just, I'm like, okay, let's do five more while I'm here. <laughs> so <laughs> like, where do you get it all done? <laughs> where do you like because I I don't I don't know why I don't know why video is so difficult for 99% of people. Yeah. But but it is. And mm-hmm. these are the people we've chose to work with that <laughs> like and, and it's just it's really it's really hard. And so when you're working with not necessarily a new agent, but but a a, a not so savvy social media agent, mm-hmm. where like what part of video do you kind of coach them to start with? Is it long form more? Is it short form? It, it, or is it always different? Yeah. I, it's usually short form. I feel like that's one of the cool things that's happened in the last couple of years. And you've seen this, Kyle, is like this huge push towards short form vertical video, whether it's TikTok, Instagram reels, YouTube shorts, Facebook reels. And it's, I think it's become easier than ever, right? We don't even need tripod. We don't need lights. We all have a phone. Right. Yeah. We just take our phone. We shoot, shoot vertically. And so for anyone who is a little bit nervous about video or wants to do more video, everything you just said, I always recommend they start with short form because it's the easiest, in my opinion. It's only 30 to 60 seconds. Right. Okay. Um, so it's it's quick. So one of the things we coach people on is I will I will say, hey, take out a piece of paper and Let's brainstorm some ideas, right? That's first and foremost. Think about the the questions you get asked all the time. Think about the last, you know, dozen or so clients that you chatted with, that you worked with. What were their issues? What were things that you could, you know, easily kind of talk about? And so after, you know, a little bit of brainstorm, it's pretty easy for most people to break down a, just a bunch of different things, things that come up and you go, then you go yeah. and think, gosh, I get asked that one more time. Well, that's a great, that's a great video, right? Right. So once you've kind of come up with those topic ideas, I will usually say, okay, great. Now you've come up with a few topic ideas. Now let's kind of break that down. So if you're going to do a video about, I don't know, three ways to get your home ready for the market, let's make a couple notes, right? What's the, what's the first thing you're going to say, right? What are a couple points you're going to make? And then what's your call to action at the end? Mm, and okay. having agents just not write a script, but write down a few notes on a sticky sure. note or post, you know, post-it note. I think it gets them thinking like, okay, I don't have to cover everything Yeah. in 60 seconds. Yeah. Like, what are a couple things? And I always recommend for the call to action, like I always say, like, look, make it simple. It's not, hey, email me, call me, like, just keep it really simple. Hey, what do you think? Like and comment below. Do you agree? Like and comment below. Hey, what do you think? Read the caption below. Like, So keeping it really simple. And so we've got kind of a brainstorm of topics. We brainstorm what we're going to say. And then I recommend, I'm like, okay, now go and let's go batch those. Let's give yourself 45 minutes or an hour and let's go record those four or five. And (laughs) so we did this recently. We had it. Yeah a mastermind we did out in Vegas. And there's this look of like, oh my gosh, we're really going to do this. It's like, yeah, yeah we're really going to do this. Like, let's go, you know? And it, it, it just this idea of like, it doesn't have to be perfect, you know? So tactically, those are a couple of things that we do. And then, you know, I'll also just coach people on how to hold the camera. I mean, I think that's for one, for a lot of people, they're, they're uncomfortable with how they look. And so right. I'll say, look at the camera, not yourself. A lot of times it's just the angle, you know, it's always like straight yeah. ahead, but maybe up a little bit. <laughs> Right. Right. Yeah. We don't need the booger shot. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So those are a few things um, that I recommend. And the other quick thing I'll just say for video is if you can start doing stories like Instagram stories and start getting more comfortable seeing yourself on camera, that's a, that's a big part of it. 
stories disappear in 24 hours, as you know. And right. I feel like that's a fast track way to just get a little bit more comfortable on camera if you're nervous or, or feeling comfortable. Yeah, that's so good. H- how do you coach to like the, I always get questions about the the balance of how much personal versus how much business mm-hmm. is it jab, 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 right hook. Like Gary V wrote a book <laughs> about like, what do you have a breakdown of like what you believe the best balance to be? Honestly, I think it depends on the platform because I think okay. every platform's different, you know, for Instagram, my Instagram's probably 50, 50. I have one Instagram account. It's a business account, but you know, I share stuff about my crazy cat <laughs> and the holidays and our kids, but I also yeah. share a ton of business stuff. Um, Facebook's a little different. You know, I have a, a personal profile, I have a business page, there's a little bit of an overlap. LinkedIn's like all business. Right. So YouTube's pretty much all business. It kind of depends on, I feel like the, the platform, right? Which is why I usually say like, don't spray and pray. <laughs> like, don't put the same piece of content like everywhere. It's like every platform's a little yeah. bit different. Uh, if that makes sense. But of course, I think one thing to think about in terms of personal is you can incorporate who you are personally into your business content, right? So when I'm sharing, for me, I'm sharing a lot of social media tips, but for an agent, as they share tips around real estate or the community, you can incorporate your own personality or your own, hey, we love this dog park, you know, here's Sparky, (laughs) you know, or you can incorporate your own personality into something that is quote unquote business related by incorporating a story or an analogy or just your own personality. So I think there's a way to, to do that. And it's still business, but it's still personal too. Yeah. I, I I think sometimes for me, it's it's just deciding like, am I going to go for an ask or not? Yeah. yeah and like, that's exactly. really like, because I give social media tips all day, mm-hmm. but I rarely am asking for anything. They're mm-hmm. just genuine value. Yeah. And so I don't really see those as business posts because I'm not trying to gain business from them, I guess. Yeah. And so, you know, that that's kind of how how I look at it, I think. I think there's I think there's a balance, right? I think I I definitely put out a lot of content too. You mean you you know, we you know I are connected on on social. But I also think that if you're doing it right, you're providing a lot of value. And if you're doing it right, there's going to be people who are like, I like what he has to say. Like, I like his yeah. vibe. Like, how can I work with him? And so right. I don't think it has to be every single time, but maybe, you know, one out of every 10 posts, there is a call to action at the end. Like, hey, if you're curious about what it would look like to work with me, like send me a DM, right? Or, yeah. you know, or go to this link. I've got a free download to, to, to help, help you find out more information. So I don't think it it's a right hook every time, but I right. also think- you can be intentional and say, you know what? Yeah. Once every two weeks or I don't know, twice a month, but having that balance where you are asking for it, you know, um, yeah. putting it out there. Katie, how do you, because you, you know, you're, you're a big deal in this industry. You, you're, you're followed by tons of people. How do you prepare your mindset to be super consistent? Because content is hard. Mm-hmm. Running a business is hard being a mom is hard, being, being a wife is hard, right? So you wear all these hats and it's so easy for people to be like, well, man, like you do content so well, like you don't have kids or of (laughs) course, when you're single, like you, so there's all these excuses, but you wear tons of hats, do all of them at a very high level. And so like, what do you do to keep your mind right? So that you don't just completely crash and burn (laughs) <laughs> and, you know, need two months off from, from being in front of the camera. 
I think it's, I think it's really important to think about it. So I think a couple things, I think just, I mean, I don't want to say balance because I feel like balance is such a, a myth <laughs> in a lot of sure. ways or like yeah. an overused term. Um, I honestly think just having your priorities in order is really important. And I just actually did, ironically, I just did a story about this a couple of days ago because I finished my 2023 content plan. I always plan out like a whole wow. kind of a whole year. I do a whole kind of like a media, I don't know, media. So the whole media company idea that Gary Vee's talked about for years, right? I just I yeah. plan out all my content. Now things change, of course, it's not set sure. in stone. I can change things, but part of doing that allows me to take a look back or actually take a look forward, excuse me, and say, what do, what do we want to accomplish in, for the year? And not just professionally, but what's happening as a family. And when I do my planning, I always start with my non-negotiable days first. Okay. So what days am I not working? And for me, that's my birthday, my kids' birthdays, our anniversary, my husband's birthday, first day of school, last day of school. Like there's certain things that are really important to us as a family and our faith yeah. that that's, that comes first. And unless I block it off, it's just too easy to say, oh, I can make it work. Oh, sure. I can do this. And yeah. so that's, and then I also block off our vacations, right? We know like when our kids have breaks and things like that, and what are we doing? And so that gets kind of blocked off first. And I think because I started doing that years ago, it just really, I feel like sus- makes it more sustainable, right? Mm. Over the course of time, because yeah. Your priorities are in place. And I also have boundaries for when I start my day. When's my first call? When's my first Zoom call? When's my last call? And, you know, I realize that I, I speak from kind of a, a place of privilege. I know not everyone is, is, is able to do that. And this certainly wasn't how I was doing it 10 years ago when sure. we started our company. Right? It was yeah. like all hands on deck, hustle 24 7. But, right. you know, you evolve. And I don't think any of us started our own company or became entrepreneurs to work 24 7, you know? Um, it's being able to say no to some people and not be all things to all people yeah. and say, Hey, thank you so much. I'm not available this day, but let me refer you. You know, there's a great speaker I know called Kyle. Hey, <laughs> that, come on. You know, or whatever it might be. Like just being okay with not being all things to all people. Not yeah. everyone's going to like you. Um, and sometimes that means turning away business. I turn away business every year because all of these important days oftentimes are in the fall for us. And that's a busy time for a speaker, but sure, you know, so I think that's a big part of it is just sort of prioritizing, having, having I I love that. Again, that balance that just, just starting there and then also planning it out. I mean, the fact that I do have my 2023 content plan done for our Academy, for everything that's going out publicly on YouTube and other platforms and our podcast, again, things can change, right? I'm not like, sure. stone, but like there's just a big relief of like, okay, it's done. So now all I got to do is show up <laughs> and record yeah, it all. I, get it all I'm super there. convicted so. because I'm not even sure what I'm going to do a video on tomorrow. <laughs> and and you've already got 2023 <laughs> planned out. So I it's have some the work only to do. way I can like, it, it's, it sounds like a lot, but honestly, it's such a time saver. Cause I think sure. ahead to the summer when my kids are home and I'm like, cool, I have 30 minutes. I don't have four hours to record. I have 30 minutes. So like, yeah. It like the time I do now, it really helps me down the road. And like time is our most precious asset, right? Of course. So how how much time do you give yourself to like come up with that strategy? 
Um, well, most of it I just did over the last few days over Thanksgiving break. I always oh, find wow. that kind of like during the Thanksgiving holiday is a great time Yeah, for me personally, because I don't, I don't schedule a bunch of calls during Thanksgiving week. It's kind of my time to spend time with the family. And like, yeah, I think you just need time where you're not in the business to work on your business, right? you know? And so I always recommend for agents too, like if possible, like give yourself a day or two where you're yeah. out of offices on, you're not picking up calls. You've, you know, you're just you're doing that planning. Now, I will also say before that, there's always a lot of ideas that percolate. I'm always thinking about as things come up like, oh, that would be good. Or let's think about that. And so the wheels are always turning. It's not like I just open up a blank calendar and go, okay, let's go. (laughs) You know, but you've given your wheels like a highway to roll on. Yeah. Because you've taken all that out of your brain already. Right. Right. Like for the year to come. Right. We and there's like always a part powerful. of where I look back too. I'm always like, okay, what did we do this year? What did we do the last couple of years? What did, what did I, what did, you know, what worked, what didn't work? What do we want to double down on? Um, so looking at, and one thing you can do too, that, that often helps is looking at your analytics. There's so many free analytics out there from Instagram insights, Facebook yeah. analytics, YouTube analytics, the data is there, you know? Uh, and so looking at that and going, okay, it's what very are we going to do? <laughs> you you gotta you have to have tough enough skin, yeah, to go face the analytics for because they're gonna tell you what you don't want to know. Right, exactly. Most of the time, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, a lot of what you're talking about, all of this comes from like your your Get Social Smart Academy, right? That that you coach people through. Yeah. What? Give us a brief rundown of it, but then I want to know because I know you're always tweaking, you're always shifting, you're always changing. <laughs> So how does the Academy work? But then what's the last thing y'all tweaked inside of the Academy? Oh, good question. You yeah. got all the good questions today, Kyle. I love I, it. You know, I, <laughs> I slept a full eight hours last night, so I'd be ready for this. I love it. I love it. Uh, so we started our Academy about six or seven years ago, and it's based it, it, at its core, it's a membership site. So it's for real, real estate agents and brokers. They can sign up monthly and year or yearly. And as a member, they get access to all of our training and courses and coaching. I think one of the things that we really um, started to shift the last couple of years on is, you know, we have this great on-demand library. It's kind of like Netflix, right? Members yeah. can log in and access anything they want anytime, yeah. but there's something about live calls and live coaching and live training. So we now have, I do a weekly live call every single week with our Academy members uh, inside of our private Facebook group. I do a monthly deep dive masterclass. Um, It's about a 90 minute kind of advanced masterclass with, you know, workbooks and handouts and (laughs) all kinds of good stuff. really Dig into it. Um, You know, and we have content calendars and all kinds of downloads and, and stuff like that. I, I really found that I think one of the reasons we created the Academy is, as you know, there's tons of free resources that are out there. You can just Google social media for real oh, estate yeah. and there's probably 10 yeah. million hits. But we wanted to kind of have a place where, you know, we could help agents figure out their plan, figure out their strategy. And I think a lot of times it takes more than just a quick video they watch on YouTube or a quick, right. you know, Instagram reel they watch. So, yeah, we help them put together their strategy and their plan and... You know, like I said, we really focus on the relationship building part of it, um, how agents can do it in a really smart way and not take all day and how right. to how to get that content machine going. Cause it's a little bit of a machine, you know, and it and, is and, yeah. and getting comfortable on camera and getting better at it and learning how to repurpose content. 
and all that good stuff. So um, it's fun. We love it. <laughs> and so can you share, can you share the newest like update or strategy that you've put in there? Yeah, or, or is yeah. that, you know, do we have to be a member <laughs> to know that? No, no, that's a great question. Honestly, this past year, we really doubled down on our Canva training. That's been a huge okay. thing. Uh, Canva and I would say Instagram. Those are kind of the two big areas. And we have, you know, we have training on Facebook, we have training on YouTube, we have training on all the other platforms, but you know, Canva has gotten, I feel like better and better and easier and easier. And it's such a great place to create video content. You can now, as you know, you can do some video editing in Canva, you can create reels, you can create all kinds of stuff. And so we've really kind of doubled down on that this past summer. We, um, we did Canva camp, which was super fun. It's like a whole summer camp thing that we're going to repeat next year. Um, and so, yeah, lots of Canva training. One of the newer, newer things too, is we have Canva templates that we have just exclusively for, um, oh, very our, cool. our Academy members. So, okay. uh, just to kind of make it easy for, for folks. And then, yeah, just really kind of doubling down on Instagram stuff with especially short form video content. That's going to be a huge area for us into, into next year. Just the big question is, should I be on TikTok? What about this? What about that? And and I think there's a real need to teach what that vertical content looks like, whether it's yeah. TikTok or Reels or YouTube Shorts. And so we're, we're um, we put some new content in there recently about that, and we'll be having some more training on that in 2023. It's part of the calendar. It. It's part of the content calendar. So, so. I, I've got to ask this because <laughs> I I'm just well, I'm just fascinated by by everyone's opinion. But but a couple months ago. Or Gary V was speaking at an event in Vegas for realtors and lenders. And like two days prior, he and his team had re-ranked the the different platforms in order mm-hmm. of their importance. Mm-hmm. And he moved Instagram from first to fifth, <laughs> which I think shocked the room because we're all, you know, spewing Instagram out of our mouths. <laughs> right. And right. and so mm-hmm. so obviously when when Gary V says something. Very quickly, people shift. <laughs> yeah, but but you and 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 so many others, right? Like y'all stayed very true to Instagram, and so yeah. for you, like, what are the different metrics, the reasons why, like, that's the steadfast place that yeah. that you're really committed to? Yeah, and I mean, I, I I say that, but I also do think that there are some opportunities within Facebook still. Like, I don't sure. think Facebook's dead, but yeah. You know, I know like one of the things, you know, Gary's talked about is like Facebook stories, Facebook reels. I still think Facebook groups, like these are things I don't think people should sleep on. Right. <laughs> like sure. Still big opportunities. Or go sleep on them so that we can win <laughs> right, even more. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, with Instagram, Instagram's an interesting, interesting beast right now. Right. I think there's a, there's, there's a lot we could talk about with it, but what I particularly like about Instagram is I still think it's a great place to really do two things to keep in touch with people who really like you, like your, your true fans, you know, the people who, and if you haven't yet experienced, if you're like, what do you mean? When you start to put out stories on a consistent basis, that's not just, just listed, just sold open houses. But when you actually start to kind of like let people in and share the funny moments of your life and the brilliant moments and the interesting moments, like people will watch your story because they're like, I want to, I like what he has to say. I like what she has to say. And That relationship building that happens on Instagram stories is, I think, invaluable. Like the conversations that happen in the DMs. I mean, that's how you and I, I think, really connected. It was, yeah. Yeah. You know, of course, I was following your posts, but there's something different that happens when you start, you know, connecting, 
you know, not publicly, <laughs> but, you know, sure. And a lot of that happens through Instagram stories. I still think reels are big, you know, views are down a little bit with reels right now. And yeah. I think part of that is because Instagram got a lot of flack when they made this update earlier this year that said, we're not a photo sharing app, we're a video app. And everyone was like, what the heck? <laughs> so, yeah. you know, I think having a balance of content is, is, is still important. We do a lot of carousel posts, you know, like the multi-photo right. posts yep. on Instagram, those still get a lot of traction. Um, so, you know, I still think for, as, as far as an engagement uh, perspective, I, I still think the engagement that happens on Instagram is in a lot of ways better than Facebook, but yeah. a lot of it depends on where your audience is. You know, I always tell people, where do you like to be? Where do you enjoy hanging out? And then yeah. where are your people at? Where, where's your audience? And for a lot of, for a lot of our audiences heavy on Instagram, but we still have a big audience on Facebook and, and LinkedIn and, you know, sure. platforms too. So um, and, and we could do a whole episode dedicated <laughs> to each one of those, <laughs> exactly, which would be super fun. But <laughs> I'm down you, for that. <laughs> so you, Katie, you said earlier you you just mentioned that like social media in general is rented space, right? Which I think is mm-hmm. is super powerful for people to think about that. You know, in, the government could come in and say, you know, there's too much power here, and boom, like we yeah. wake up tomorrow and Instagram's yeah. gone, TikTok's gone. I mean, all of those things, right? So. Do you, do you coach your people on like uh, a campaign of sorts to like generate an email list so that you have people in a place that you own them? Like what, what, what does that look like? Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, I wake up every day going, okay, is this the day? (laughs) I mean, I I really, I don't think I don't, not to sound doom and gloom, but I, I am very aware of the fact that you know, I do not own Instagram, obviously, obviously. What? I, don't own, I know, right? <laughs> I wouldn't be here. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't own any of these platforms. So I think, again, like when you asked me earlier, like what are the mistakes that I see a lot of agents making? It's like even agents who are creating reels or TikToks, a lot of times their content's just living there. And then what happens when the platform goes down? So yeah, one of the big things that we teach is, is absolutely how do you create a content strategy that goes with you wherever you go, right? Because yeah. you might be at ABC Brokerage today and then you might change in, you know, next year or whatever yeah. it might be. And part of that is really in the the type of content. So, you know, of course there's like trending stuff and oh, use this music or or use this or that. I really believe in the philosophy of creating evergreen content, content yeah. that's timeless, content that's valuable today, but it's also valuable three, six, or 12 months from now. It's not the kind of content that's probably going to go viral. You're not going to get right. 50,000 views on it. You might get 100 or 200, a couple hundred yeah. views, right? But it's the type of content that you can multi, you know, be multi, put on multiple, multiple platforms, right? You could put it on your, on Facebook right. or YouTube or wherever you want. And so we really coach through that idea of creating a content plan that's somewhat evergreen, that's somewhat timeless. And that's the type of content that you can batch that you can schedule. And then what you fill in with is stuff that's in the moment, right? Like, oh my gosh, the Fed just did this. Here's my opinion, right? And maybe that's right. an Instagram live, right? Because that's right now, what's happening right now. And so it's a, it's the balance of that evergreen content versus timely content. Um, and then, yeah, ultimately the goal is to get people to your email list. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I'll ask a room full of agents, like how many of you have a database? How many of you are, you know, will send mm. a weekly or, or monthly newsletter? And it's like, you know, <laughs> maybe half the room, maybe. Right. Um, so it's, I think it's absolutely important to get folks onto your email database. 
not just for listings, not just for, you know, a, an IDX feed or, or property updates, but to start thinking about putting out a weekly or maybe monthly newsletter. And for us, our newsletter kind of goes hand in hand with our content. We send out a weekly newsletter every Saturday and it's nothing, you know, earth shattering. It's usually like a couple sentences, you know, maybe a picture <laughs> and yeah. a, few, a few bullet points of helpful content. And that helpful content is content I posted on YouTube two days ago or Facebook last right. week or Instagram two weeks ago. And it's timeless and it's evergreen. Powerful. So it all kind of works together. And, you know, I would say it's one thing for someone to like your content. It's a whole nother thing for them to opt in and say, yeah, send me more email. <laughs> right? right. I mean, email yeah. I know is not as exciting as, you know, other platforms, but it's, it's critically important. So Long so answer good. your question. Yes, we do. No, it's so <laughs> it's so good. That. that that was the answer that I you know I want the <laughs> the full the full answer. Yeah. And so I, I have I have one more question for you because I know you you are extremely busy and so thank you for your time today. Sure. But but I'd love to know, like, what is the one thing that makes you the proudest when you look at your clients? And what they're doing on social, like, what is that like mama bear moment <laughs> that when you see them doing what are you like, yes, they're getting it. Right. This works. <laughs> I'm not speaking to deaf ears. Right. <laughs> what, what's that one yeah. thing? I think honestly, when, when I see agents really push through that fear, especially with getting on camera or putting themselves out there. Yeah. I think a lot of times agents will they kind of get uh, hyper-focused on the things that aren't as important, right? So it'll be like, wait, where's that button? And how do I do this? And where do I push for this? And where I'm always like, look, the buttons may change. How your Instagram looks might look different than mine because you have an Android and I have an iPhone, but like, right. just get on camera. Like what app should you use? You should use the camera, the phone, the camera app, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know? And so it's, to me, it is definitely that proud mama bear moment when I see someone who has been like, oh gosh, I don't know, I'm nervous or whatever. And I get that message and they're like, I did it. And it wasn't perfect. And my hair looked like this and my dog was barking in the background. Um, and it's just, it's awesome. And I love also when people will message me and say, you know what, I, how can I make it better? I would love your feedback, you know? And nine yeah. times out of 10, it's great, but there might be like, one or two little things that they can sure. do. Maybe it yeah. is the camera angle. You know, maybe it's um, you know, getting a little bit of light in front of their face. Or yeah. I had one one agent we're working with, she was so nervous getting on camera. And I'm so proud of her because she has been like literally crushing it. She's been putting out so much video content recently and just getting over her fear of getting on camera. And she messaged me recently and she said, is there anything that you think I could be doing differently? And I said, the only piece of advice I have for you is instead of introducing yourself first, start with what the video is about, right? Mm. Like, have you ever thought about X, Y, Z, or have you ever wondered about one, two, three, and then say your name, right? Yeah. Because those first few seconds, you want to grab people's attention. Right. Yep. And I loved it. Cause she was like, got it. And instead of like, I don't know, having a conversation back and forth about, well, what about this? What about this? She's like, I got it. Right. And yeah. it's like, she implemented it and you could tell already, like her views are up, her engagement is up, like just so those good. little things. So it's I really love cool. that. That's what I would have said. <laughs> so that's See? so fun. That's why we're on the same page. So I love it. <laughs> Katie, everybody already knows this, but just for the sake of this is what we do on podcasts. How do people find you if somehow they're listening or watching this and they've lived in a cave and don't know who Katie Lance is? 
<laughs> Honestly, the best way is just go to katielance.com, uh, my website. We've got okay. tons of free resources there. You can sign up for our email uh, newsletter if you'd like. Yeah. Uh, you can connect with us on, so- on, on social. I'm Katie Lance, basically on every single social media platform. So yeah, would would love to connect. And anyone watching, please reach out, send me a DM, say, hey, I listened to your podcast with Kyle. I would absolutely love to connect with you. Yes. Well, thank you for coming on. This has been this has been so fun. This has been awesome. I we got to do this again for sure. We will. So much fun. <laughs> Definitely a part two. We'll get it in the works. I love it. So, guys, if you didn't learn something, you better rewind this sucker right now and go listen again because so many bombs were dropped. Thank you for listening. I love you guys. We'll see you back next week with a really cool person with an even cooler story. See ya. Thanks for listening to the social media mindset podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please go follow and reach out to my guest. Also, please consider sharing and leaving a review wherever you consume this content because this is the world we live in and your review online for others to see is invaluable for the success of this show. And remember, you're amazing. Talk to you soon.